There's a, there's a kid I work with that gets aroused by the sound of opening soda, and I kind of think it's funny to go and like... <laughs> it's a good sound, quite quite frankly. But I do, and he's like... Oh. And, and I actually think that like think certain cans that have like a different sound, them. right? Because like monsters, I think, sound the best. They do. I think Red monsters the crack best. the Mar- best. Mar- I disagree. Monsters are too thin. The monsters have a heavier like... I, I really like the smell of new tennis balls. Dude, I... Oh. <laughs> I, I love the smell of new Pokemon cards. <laughs> Ooh, you know what a good a good underrated smell is? Like the first time you crack open a bag of Pirate's Booty. No, that's, that's a really that's freaking disgusting. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like the good. white cheddar? Yeah, dude. No, it's gross. Oh, I love it. It smells it, like barf. It's, it's so yeah, I know. <laughs> that funk. So, uh, I love it, dude. Have you guys heard, this is, this is true, that the smell of a bookstore makes you have to poop? Really? Yes, no, I have heard that. I don't like, know the last time I was in a bookstore. It's, it's a psychological but thing that, yeah. like, so many people when they go to Barnes and Nobles have to just take a shit. And they always, and they always have like the most, the least accommodating bathrooms. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, the, it's also true with smells in grocery stores. And I was, and I asked my dad this. I was like, Have you ever noticed that when you go to the store, you have to dump? And he's constantly <laughs> myself so many times. I've never, I've never had store. that in a grocery store. <laughs> me neither. Uh, it happened to me. Like, I'll go to the store, and my wife's like, How long? Where are you going to be? To call me when you're done. <laughs> I've never experienced that. But bookstores are like, they're the worst. Dude. Oh, I've, I don't know the last time I was in a bookstore. I, I, well, I come to think of it, I know where every bathroom is in every grocery store I go to. <laughs> Smith's I, is always I on don't, the right. I don't think I've ever been to the, gro- the bathroom at my grocery store. Really? Ever? Yeah, ever. Are you on a, are you on a modium constantly? Uh, I take, no, I take Omeprazole every day. Me too. So do I. Me too. Yeah. If I didn't, I think I'd be dead right now. I went to yeah. the, I went to the ER a few uh, a few weeks ago because of for my throat. Wow. Get in your throat. <laughs> <laughs> I had it for breakfast. You never go V to A, dude. You never <laughs> <laughs> no, the other way around. Uh, yeah, never go to V. Thank you, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. Wow. <laughs> What's, up, What's so funny, Chris? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> my name is Reese, and I am here with my Cold Bros. What's up, guys? Hey. I couldn't be more excited to be here. Oh, this is great. I'm it's speechless. Been, it's, been a, it's been a little while. Yeah. It's been like seven months. It's been well, The last time we released something was in February? Ooh, something like that. No, March, but was it March. I think so. But it was the hip slinging gunsters of Middle Earth. <laughs> yes. Was that what it was? was or was it? Or was it Peter Dinklage hates you too? I don't think we released that. Did we? No, I we did. Oh, did we? I think we did. Yeah, did it was a different. It must one. have been the Peter Dinklage. It was a different yeah. one that you guys released. That you guys recorded That's on. Such Zoom. a fun name to say. Yeah, it is Francisco. Francisco. <laughs> we we have recorded a few episodes. You remember when we re- we recorded a like a mid year review? <laughs> Dude, we recorded like four episodes. We reviewed the Batman. Yeah. And we got in an argument about it. That's true, and we never released it. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. just like to our five listeners, you know, Troy's mom. I know she's listening. Um, Actually, I don't. I don't think she is. <laughs> We've been at this way too long. My my mom has given up too. <laughs> you know, my never, mom never listened. My mom or my wife has never listened. Not once. My wife tries to listen. My, she's my, like it's so far. My wife has never listened to a single podcast in her life. Yeah, that's my wife too. Yeah, she's. Anyway. I don't like podcasts. That's what she says. I just don't like them. Well, just to so. our to our listeners. Um, <laughs> 
the podcast is still going. We just have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Lives and And, and you, you and, may notice that Jake isn't here. Yeah, Jake. This episode. But he was here in Utah for like a month and a half, and we couldn't find a time <laughs> to he get got, together. He, had, he got raging pink eye. That's true. That's true. That yeah. is true. Yeah. And I was like, you know, if, if if you stop getting farted on on your face, you won't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah, but that pug is just so cute. <laughs> and you can't tell point. which end is which. <laughs> they, all, they all look the same. Loaf of bread. <laughs> I understood that reference. Yeah. Anyway. We've uh, we're excited to be here. We're we're happy to get back to recording and uh, you know just kind of share a little bit about what we've been up to. I, I think more accurately, like what we're doing right now, because mm. uh, we've been up to a lot since yeah. last episode. <laughs> yeah, what have you been up to? I've seen ninety-seven Scotty? movies since we last did this. Listen, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sounds right. Um, so I've been. I actually started another podcast. Oh. I guess this is where I'll plug it. I'm offended. Um, <laughs> Actually, Troy was the first guest. Yeah, I was on the first episode. It's a it's a guest one. If if your podcast takes off and ours doesn't, you're just gonna have to bring us along with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, vice versa. Yeah, for sure. But this one's had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> How are your numbers? Like, have you been looking at your analytics? Yeah, and yeah stuff? we get it, decent numbers. Oh, really? Yeah, that's good. good. It's yeah. it's pretty good. Anywhere good, near man. as good as Coldbow. No, well, no, we don't have the longevity yet. Exactly. Um, so the, the podcast is called. Where you called, came from. <laughs> <laughs> The podcast is called History and Music. Um, it, it's actually an idea we started here, Jake and I, mm-hmm. with the Sabaton episodes. So, yeah, um, me and another guy named Sean, we we uh, choose a song that has historical context and we talk about the history in the lyrics of the song. Is Sean another your co-host or yeah. is that? Oh, I, so I thought oh, you so had you, a new guest every week. That's what yeah, I thought we do. too. Yeah, it, oh. it, he's kind of... Uh, so he, he, he was re- my first guest. He, he was the second your, uh, guest. <laughs> yeah, he kind of he kind of did actually. <laughs> like, yo, um, bro, I bought a Yeti mic. I'm ready. <laughs> he kind of did. Well, so here's the thing: is I know not <clears throat> I know nothing about history, and this guy was the second guest, and he was a history major and knows all, all this right, stuff. All right, that's the good host to have. And so, and then he was really interested about it. In it, I just um, wanted to say. If you want something in life, you just go after it, right? That's just what you, <laughs> you do. Grab life by the You've got to take it. <laughs> you got to yeah. believe. So yeah, we, we've done songs it, like do it. like Troy chose uh, "American Pie" uh-huh. um, by Don McLean, and we've done the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald stuff like that. So these his, these songs with historic, th- their lyrics are based in history in a historical historical event or whatever. And so. this isn't me just saying this because you're on a, on the podcast. And because you're a friend, it's actually really good. Oh, thank I, you. I like it a lot. Thank, I, I'm kind of nervous about it because it's like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. You, you start something new. I, you know, it's I kind of scary. I really, really enjoyed the the um, deep dive and the research I did on American mm-hmm. Pie. <clears throat> I mean, there was so much that we went over, like that we didn't go over that yeah. I wanted. To and that was our like, longest. That's the longest episode <laughs> so far. <laughs> you were like, all right, we're, we're running almost like long. Troy's long winded. <laughs> no, um, but like, oh yeah, there was there was so much, um, and even like even the lyrics themselves, just like all like the yeah. Anyway, that's awesome. It was a, it was a fun episode. I enjoyed it. That's awesome, yep. Scott. What have you been up to, Troy? Uh, so it was my birthday recently, and. Uh, I, Reese's happy too. birthday, Troy. <laughs> Thanks. Reese's more recently. <laughs> uh, so one thing I've always kind of had an interest in wanting to do is collect vinyl records. Um, mm. and not like not like a major collection, like, you know, collecting valuable stuff. Just, you know, just the ones vinyl. you like. Yeah. Um, and the ones I'll play, you know, anyway. So I, in fact, um, a couple of years ago, I uh, 
helped my grandma catalog some of her, some of her things before she moved out of her house. And as a, as a little thank you, like I was allowed to like pick something that I wanted. And one of the things I picked was, uh, was a record player. It was like a portable record player that belonged to my grandpa. And, uh, I didn't get it, unfortunately, but it's fine anyway. So for my birthday, um, my girlfriend, Jen got me a record player and a couple records. And it's been a lot of, I've just been, I've just been really into like going on online auctions and all that stuff. Just like seeing what I can find. And so, so does it have that, that, um, unique quality everyone talks about with playing a record? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like it's more of an experience. It, it, I, ha- I was having this conversation with my parents about this is that like, like records were, you know, among the first, you know, the first really thing that you could, you could, um, you could play music on. Right? Right, right. And like our parents' generation, that was what, that was the only thing they had. And then they got, then they got tapes and eight tracks and they got CDs and they got MP3 players. And then now you can just tell Google to play something. Right. So they got, they kind of like got, went through the whole like convenience thing. And then I think it's more our generation, maybe a little older, maybe a little younger, whatever that are more into like the collecting the vinyl. That's super cool. I think that like when it comes to recording music, I think the quality of the recordings are better, but the quality of the media, like, it's one of those things I, I like sound. I like listening to records. Cause I just, I like it. It kind of creates an atmosphere. I guess that's the only way I can say it. You just, it just creates an atmosphere and you just kind of sit in it. Right? Tension. It seems, uh, it seems yeah. more human, <laughs> like more human, like type thing where it's not, you, you know, it's not like some synth, they push a button and yeah, a drum sound yeah. cams on type thing. And, um, yeah, I, I, I guess that's, yeah. Atmosphere and the, the quality, I mean, it's debatable whether it's, whether it's better or not. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but that's super cool. Well, yeah. shout out to Jen. Thanks for putting out in high school. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, my gosh. dude. <laughs> hey, Jen, if you're listening, that, so that's an I, old cold bow joke. I stole that from Chris Jericho's podcast. Forever ago. <laughs> <laughs> We've been saying it for like year, uh, like five years. Now. <laughs> shout out Chris Jericho. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for putting out in high school. He said it in one of his episodes. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> It still it still cracks me up when one of us talks about another person's mom and we're like shout out to them. always <laughs> always and forever. Oh man. You what about you Chris? What have you been up to? Oh man. So, it's Halloweeny right now. We're getting in the Halloweeny spirit. It's <laughs> you, not that you funny. You can't say that and I won't. <laughs> Good evening, Halloweeners. Um, I recently saw the movie Smile with uh, oh, yeah. some, mm. some work friends and uh, it was okay. It wasn't like and, and here's a problem with horror movies in general is I, I've recently discovered that I really like horror, especially when it can like transcend its own genre. Yeah. You're like, oh, that movie's good despite it being mm-hmm. a horror movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because right. mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. of them are like, oh, it's B-level. They have. Anyway. Like Jaws. Right. Um, and like they have a small budget because new, new filmmakers and new actors will do horror. Because they've got a small budget, they can make a, they can make a ton of money, and if if it's really good, then that actor's career can take off, like mm-hmm. Johnny Depp or Jennifer Aniston. So I went and saw Smile, and it the begin like first half of it was really creepy. I was like, thoroughly creeped out. Yeah, it's really hard to end a horror movie. It's like not too many horror movies have happy endings, mm-hmm. you know, and right. they all live happily ever after. But not, but they can't always nail the ending either. Yeah, can't I stick agree. the landing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like this is one of those movies where was, the second they showed the monster, I was like, okay, you've ruined everything. Hmm. Like the second it became something tangible, hmm. it was being way like better. Creepy, yeah, got it. Instead of being like a creepy thing, yeah, an it, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So that's, like, that's what I did. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. Um, I'm intrigued in, in that movie. I like smile. Yeah. It's one of those. I'm I, not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm kind of terrified to watch it because same the trailer. I'm a, total, I'm a total. Wuss. It, uh, <laughs> that, that one part in the trailer where the lady's neck falls off, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It, made me, that just it made, made me laugh, laugh so hard. <laughs> no, it's funny. I like, I like went back and paused it. Like, it's so stupid. <laughs> but I, the first time I saw it, I did jump in the trailer. Yeah. 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 Uh, but that, the other movie is just a bunch of jump scares and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have, uh, we'll talk about it later. Jump yeah. scares and just horror in general. We should talk about it now. Well, Reese, what about has, Reese? Reese hasn't said. Oh, I thought it was the last one. Yeah, that's why I was, I was literally going to be like, oh, are you just going to skip over me and jump right into our topic for the day? <laughs> well, I don't care what you've been up to. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to go pee. Uh, oh, he's serious. Yeah, he is serious. The only thing that I've really been up to, I mean, been up to a lot of stuff, but um, the thing that I've been like really into, as you all know, is I've been watching all of Curb Your Enthusiasm. When, did you just start at the beginning and go going through the whole thing? Yeah. My my understanding is it stopped. Like it they stopped making it for a while uh-huh. and then they brought it back. So it's 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 an actively it's, they're it's actively an active, Yep. It's I, being I, I thought it stopped. Nope. They're doing it again. And the thing that one of the things that I just love about it is how many people are in the show that are just themselves. Right. Like uh Michael Lewis, the comedian, Rosie O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. Um like just all of these Larry people, David. Larry, Larry, David, like they kind of all just play themselves. David, like David Schwimmer. Yeah. Ben, the, uh, ben Stiller. The one actress that, um, that is in like back to the future three. I can't, I can never remember her name. The mom and step brothers. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's, she's in it. Cause she's married to, she's married to, uh, Ted Danson, gotcha. uh, in real life. And they're <clears throat> in the earlier seasons, they're friends. And so they're in the show together. Wanda Sykes is a recurring person on the show. It, and it, so it's just like his friends, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it is just so funny. I can't get enough of it. I'm not even going to try to tell the jokes from the show, but just do yourself a favor and and watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's yeah, so, so much of those jokes are in the in the delivery, you know, of Larry David. So because I've seen an episode or two. And uh, yeah, he's he's got this unique quality about him that it, it's it's hard it's hard to retell those jokes. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> so I guess since we're waiting on Chris, I'll tell one of the jokes because I sent it. I sent it to I think I sent it to. No, I sent it. to. I don't remember who I sent it to after all. But uh, at the beginning Spammed of the episode, all your groups, your yeah. chat groups. Uh, at the beginning of the episode, Larry David uh, walks in. He's at he's at an office building uh, meeting with a private investigator. And he needs to go to the bathroom. So he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> the clip you sent him is so funny. <laughs> Did I send that clip to you guys? <laughs> yeah, to the chat. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so he he goes into the bathroom and uh, the stall is being used. So he goes into the handicap stall. And when he comes out, the, the person uh, that was uh, in the normal person's stall, or sorry, yes. Handicapable. Guy comes in and is waiting to use the handicap stall and Larry David walks out and he gets a tongue lashing from this guy in the wheelchair, um, letting him know that, no, we don't, we, we are not, we are not handy, handicap. We are disabled people. And like, that is just so ancient. It's just an archaic phrase. Well, that's not what we're called these days. And he's like, Larry's like, I just had to go to the bathroom. And he says, then you wait, then you wait. And then fast forward, like the very end of the episode, same building, Larry David goes in, 
the regular stall is being utilized and the handicap stall is not, but he does the right thing and he waits and then the door opens and the same guy in the wheelchair <laughs> rolls out of the regular <laughs> stall <laughs> and Larry David being Larry David can't just let it go. He's like, oh, okay, all right, what do we have here? And just gives him the exact same tongue lashing. Then you wait. <clears throat> then you, and he even says, we're not normal people. We don't like to be called normal people. We prefer to be called able-bodied people. <laughs> Jeez. It, it was a great episode. But yeah, go watch it. And now we'll just like kind of jump back in time <laughs> to what Chris was trying to do. And we'll talk. We'll let Chris take it away from here. Uh, yeah, for sure. I'll take it away. Uh, so we, it's, it's halloween time. I was hoping Reese would spit. It's Halloween time. And uh, we here at the Cold Bow podcast are huge Halloweeners. And in fact, we're we're all terrifying Halloweeners. <laughs> Most of us are huge wimps and yes. we don't like scary movies. Um, I love horror. Most some no, I don't. I'm a no, sissy. <laughs> I love horror. I love no, horror. No. I just I love being a sissy about horror. Like it's right. It's kind of fun. Yeah. And then when yeah. you get home and you're in bed, you're like, I can't sleep. I got done watching the one for this episode last night, and I just got chickens, and uh, they hadn't been put away, so I had to go out in the backyard <laughs> in the dark. I put the chickens in weird expression about you got goosebumps or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I got the chickens. <laughs> no, we recently got chickens. <laughs> You have to go put them away in the dark. It scared me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I think chickens are kind of scary. They're like little dinosaurs. Yeah. No, they're yeah. cute. They're but cute like dinosaurs. They can like jump and stuff and they can get to like this high and they move weird. I think chickens chickens freak me out. I guess they would the after, after a scary like a velociraptor. In the dark. It's like the irony of being scared of chickens. Though. I, had, I had chickens for all. They were great. What are you, a chicken? Yes. I'm yellow. <laughs> um, so we came up with the idea of choosing a movie for each other to watch with the one caveat being that you have to have seen it first and that, <laughs> that wasn't was not, I, that, was not, <laughs> that was never brought up whatever, I 100% brought that it, up he really did uh, he really did because well, I remember choosing Scott's movie specifically because I, I wanted to you didn't bring else. it up hard enough yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else I could have brought it up any harder it's Halloween <laughs> <laughs> you should have verified that I should have pinned it in our slack chat <laughs> no when I submitted the video the, the movie you should have said Scott have you seen this <laughs> 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 is this rated R, Scott? Because also I, I, I posted it um, with a screenshot because I Googled what mov- what horror movie would Reese hate the most. Because we and pick movies for each other, right? Yeah. We pick movies for each so other. So I yeah. picked for Reese. You know what's funny is I didn't notice your uh, Google search. I didn't notice I it either. I just noticed the picture. It just shows how much like we don't <laughs> watch what everybody says. Mark it, dude. Whenever, whenever I'm going to go ahead and put, I'm going to go ahead and put this out into the ether. But whenever Jake sends me like anything, like a link, I'll just put a laugh emoji on it. I want because <laughs> I've come to find out we don't have the same humor. <laughs> we should start a podcast. <laughs> I think, Chris, What's I think up, you and I have the same humor. No, we don't. No? No. No, dude, I freaking love the memes that we send each other. Because I always laugh at the ones you send me. Because uh, I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> and, here, and here's another thing, too, is I, I I don't think I'm funny. I didn't make that meme, so it's not my sense of humor. I'm sharing somebody else's work. 
But Reese will send me a, a Instagram video of like some pattern, some scientific thing. And he's like, and the crazy thing about this scientific research is you're not even thinking about it. You're thinking of massive. He's laughing because it's hilarious. It's, not. it's, it's super you guys funny. Have no, I'm laughing because I knew exactly what you were going to say. And I knew that was a Reese thing. <laughs> I, I mostly like sending Chris things. I send Chris a lot of stuff about. <clears throat> where it's like a video that you're watching and you're like getting getting enthralled in it and then all of a sudden someone throws something at the camera it scares me every time it's so and, stupid and i oh, love yeah. sending chris because <laughs> he gets mad every time <laughs> those, those are good there's anyway a, there's a few times I what were we talking about before we were talking the topic, about this the so we topic. all picked a movie for each other <laughs> to watch uh i think it was a hit i think i think it, I think it was, it was i really enjoyed it i think yeah. i think it's i think it's a we should do that something I like think that you're often. you're counting counting the eggs before they hatch because we haven't even we haven't even gotten into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I think it's a bona fide success. <laughs> all right, that, okay. that's gonna be We're our going biggest even, podcast episode yet. To, even if to, you didn't like it, that's what we I'm all saying. still did the work. Even if yeah. you, even if you come into it and you hated it and you have so much fire to throw out, right? That's kind of the point as well, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that it has to, everybody has okay. to like. Okay, okay, right? I get. I, I pick it up what you're. If you're out. like, yeah, I watched it. Uh, all right, I'm done. Then, yeah. Like Troy talking about Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. The, the Larry David <laughs> meme. Uh, who wants to go first? So I think and I, I did a random wheel spinner to pick this out here. Who did who watched the oldest movie? Let's let's do it in chronological order. Hmm. Very interesting. Fear would be the oldest I think it'd be movie. Fear. Okay. Fear. Yeah. So I'll go did first. Did you watch it? No. <laughs> he recommended. Okay, this was Dude, a, I didn't have time. This was an absolute <laughs> fail. This is ridiculous. I didn't have time. Well, um, Reese is going to talk to us about a movie that nobody else has seen. I've right. seen it, Reese. So I knew Chris would. Fear. Is a movie that came out in 1996. Uh, I was 10 years old when this movie came out. So old. I was nine. And I saw it then. Right. Uh, I don't. I, I don't irresponsible cousins. <laughs> My cousins had me watch like Pet Cemetery Ooh. when I was like six. This movie's terrifying. Yeah, I know, dude. right? Um, anyway, so this movie came out in 1996. I'm 10 years old. I did not see this. I was probably in junior high or high school and it was on TV. And I remember seeing like a part of it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't even like the scary part of it. You know, it's not even that, that scary. It's, of a movie. it's not. It's more of a thriller. Yeah. But it's uh, it, it's like really quite good, though, mm-hmm. for a lot of different reasons, because the first part you're watching so i'll set the premise mark yeah, Wahlberg. The, is it mark Wahlberg, reese witherspoon are the primary this is before they were famous yeah so mark Wahlberg, up to this point i think he'd been in two movies prior to this well, he was um, he still marky mark he was still marky mark at this time yeah so i see i see mark Wahlberg as like pre-italian job and post-italian this job. is pre-italian job this movie too was like right in the the, the poison ivy 90s like mm. wild things yeah mm-hmm. uh this, species like this came out erotic thrillers <laughs> i think this came out like two years before boogie nights which mm-hmm. was like the catapult for mark Wahlberg. right he like he got hugely famous after that movie huge huge uh anyway the premise of the movie is you have this teenage high school girl, Reese Witherspoon, which let's talk about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. 1996 Reese Witherspoon. I don't know if there's a cuter, more innocent actress that could have done this role. She was like 
the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, she is perfectly cast for what they're trying to do here. She had some interesting early roles. Too. Yeah. yeah. There was another one. There was another one she did with uh, Matthew Broderick. I think it was called election or something like that. Oh. And she played the, she played another high school. Girl. That's, uh, like she, she comes across as kind and nice, but it's really, she's who kind directed of directed that. Wes Anderson. I don't remember, but I, I, I remember seeing it and it was like, yeah, she, yeah. Just to your point, like she, yeah. she plays that role well, but uh, yeah. she meets this older guy and in Mark Wahlberg and they fall in love. And then he ends up being like really protective and then a little bit violent to people around her. And then it ends up, he's like a full-on psycho, like obsessed with her, worships her. He's not even being faithful to her is the thing. Um, he like kills their best Toxic friend. masculinity. Alyssa Milano. Super, yeah. <laughs> Alyssa Milano. He, no, he doesn't kill her. Isn't he? No, she's alive at the end. Oh, dang it. Um, but he does, dang. he does he essentially, he does essentially rape her, yep. um, which is no bueno. And not endorsed. Yeah, not endorsed, by the, <laughs> not endorsed by the Cold Pope podcast. Um, but there's a lot of stuff in this movie that at the beginning, you're kind of rolling your eyes at, right? Uh, you're rolling your eyes like Alyssa Milano. Also, let's just talk about that for a second, too. Talk about it. She is so good looking. <laughs> I'm thinking back to like 1996, Reese, 10 year old Reese seeing Alyssa Milano. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was a thing. But she actually talks about something like that in the movie. She's literally looking at a pornographic magazine and she was like, I think I want to do that. And Reese Witherspoon's like, are you kidding me? Like, you'd never do that. She's like, just like hundreds and thousands of men looking at you and wanting you and thinking you're beautiful. That's power. Like, it's like a weird, almost like 2022 political slogan mm-hmm. <laughs> back in 1996 that was interesting but the dichotomy between her and reese witherspoon word. in their characters like how they look and how they're portrayed in that film was really really different i felt like it was a trope in the 90s to have a slutty best friend <laughs> you might want to mark that i don't think it's yeah. an appropriate word anymore yeah, i don't think i don't <laughs> think it is either <laughs> um but yeah that, that that's basically the whole thing is like she she's the friend that's like edgy and doesn't have rules in her house and is sleeping with lots of different guys uh, and reese witherspoon is like good grades good girl like never been with a guy before and anyway, Mark ends up being a psycho. And um, when she finds out all this stuff, that he's being unfaithful and he's not the guy that she thinks he is. Um, she breaks it off and he goes ape <laughs> and like the breaking into the house, trying to kill everybody. They kill a guard. So mm-hmm. he, he's the bad guy. Yep. He cuts the there's a he cuts the head off of their German shepherd yeah. and throws it yeah. through the doggy door. Oh, my on he, screen. He goes, yeah. yeah. He goes nuts. Yeah, dude. He and snaps. He, he and he's like, he, this is like before all those wild. terms of nar- narcissistic and yeah. gaslighting. That he was doing all that stuff. Oh yeah, ninety six, big time. Like he, the dad, the dad does a really good job in this movie. Mm-hmm. William Peterson. He yeah, was like he was in, in like CSI. NC- yeah, CSI. Yeah, but CSI. the dad comes up and he pokes his chest. And he's like, "You stay the hell away from my daughter, and I want to see you ever here again." And like he's po- poking his chest, so Mark Wahlberg just starts beating his chest like, like a maniac, really hard, like punching himself till he's bruised. And then he goes and shows uh, Reese Witherspoon like, look what your dad did to me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he just, <laughs> yeah. Beats the crap out of his chest. Crazy that's, stuff. That's what I remember the most in that movie. And the really cool scene where he rings he rings the doorbell and he puts his oh, face yeah. in the fisheye. That's but a great shot. That was that was using the trailer. It all could have been different, Mr. Walker. You should have allowed nature to take its course. 
In the end, it will anyway. So let me the fucking house! Yeah, and his yeah. acting when he's just like, this didn't have to go this way, Mr. Yeah. Waters, or whatever his name is. But that's the scene. Whenever I think of a, of a door fisheye, you know. Cable guy. Cable guy. <laughs> you ruined my joke, dick. I just know how you think, baby. Sorry, I feel bad for yelling in the microphone. But that's the scene. He, I'm like, snaps. Hard. He, like, snaps with the camera on in that shot. And it's really, really cool. Um, the thing that I really liked about this is it is very 90s yeah like some things if we didn't if you weren't born in the 90s you'd probably not like this movie probably not but like the music was good uh the style was like very nostalgic for me um i really liked that a lot um i really like what they do because like i said you're rolling your eyes at a lot of stuff for the first half of the movie when they like first meet and he's like hitting on her he's saying stuff and i was thinking hard about this he's saying the cheesiest most garbage crap and i'm like oh man i'm like almost certain i said something like that when i, when I was like 17 years old you know thinking i'm in love uh i'm i'm positive i did and so it like put me in this different frame of mind while i'm watching this movie that you were that guy that i know <laughs> that was almost me eat your heart out reese yeah. um if you had a boston accent did you were set but then he like he mark Wahlberg does an insanely good job of playing an absolute creep mm-hmm. that nobody knows he's a creep yet yep. like when when they're on the roller coaster and he's <laughs> you might want to mark that Jimmy Christmas. <laughs> um, we're supposed to make his job easier <laughs> he has he has the most insane like pervy look on his face that's you're thinking like that's who he is in real life like there's no way you can act that uh, <laughs> that's how good of a job he did and so sounds like a fun role to play <laughs> maybe especially, he was psycho mm-hmm. and i think he did this before he was like really famous you know obviously yeah, yeah, his brother yeah. was super famous and the new kids on the block donnie um and he had a pretty okay music career at that time <clears throat> but like he just did, did an insane job of portraying there's, there's a lot of good performances in that so yeah what makes, really were. what makes this movie a good halloween movie i wouldn't say it's a good halloween movie at all uh, <laughs> it. it's a good it's a good uh it's there aren't really any jump scares in it either so what you're saying is scott's a piece of <laughs> <laughs> uh what i'm saying is not so many i'm glad i watched it it's uh it's got it definitely has a good creepy factor sorry Scott. when when all the guys are outside the house trying to get in now the dad's like an architect mm-hmm. so he built the house like with like blast resistant doors and windows and everything and so they're using like a drill to drill through the glass and him and like his like chad friends that's a yeah. weird thing too <laughs> like yeah frat boys uh-huh. but they're like biker frat boys yeah. so they're like garbage right. coke heads um frat boys yeah <laughs> well maybe crack heads not coke heads because i think there's when they're on their way over to the house one of them is smoking crack oh nice yeah <laughs> um free crack giveaway but anyway it's a very very good dark movie huh. uh i really really enjoyed it quite a lot and that's that's my stamp not a great halloween movie but if you're in the in the mood for like a really creepy not even creepy because it's not like dealing with like spirits or anything like that. Right. But just a dark, 
psychological. It's creepy because a psychological it thriller. Like it's more likely to happen than someone being possessed. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. For, it happened yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. So uh, not thanks. so much the cutting off the the dog's head. <laughs> that was like. I've done that hard, before. That it's was not hard to watch. Yeah. Because the dog is like, the whole movie, the dog's like a really sweet... Did they use a real dog? <laughs> <laughs> it looked like it, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really liked the movie. Go watch Fear. Uh, it doesn't age well in 2022 lenses. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of what would be called toxic masculinity today. This is like in overdrive. Where even me, I'm watching it and I'm like... Whoa, you might maybe pump the brakes a little bit, a little bit there, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Even I'm saying that. <laughs> so, yeah, but go watch it. It's cool. Cool. Yeah, Scott, you should watch it. Well, I'm glad I had you watch it. I, I probably won't. <laughs> but you should. So what movie was next? Uh, let me think here. What? what? Mine was 2018. I think It Follows was 2014. Doctor Sleep, I think, was like 2017. Okay, so I think you're next, Chris. Yep. So Reese, once again, recommended a movie. But I watched it. That he hadn't seen before. But I did go watch it. But he watched it. it. Yeah. Uh, This movie is called It Follows. And It Follows, it kind of had like a... uh, cult following already it was already like a cult hit i looked it up and there's like almost no big names in it at all no no i didn't recognize a all. single person but uh i had a, i had heard so many people like so many like movie guys you know like movie youtubers movie yeah. podcasters they just rave about it but they all said the same thing it's terrifying and it, and on paper i should hate this movie it's about sex and a lot of it there's a lot of nudity in it. Um, yeah, it's and it's like grotesque, or it's not even grotesque nudity. It's yeah. not even sexual nudity. It's not sexual nudity, and yeah. that, that's a weird. We'll, we'll get into yeah. that. But uh, on paper, I should hate it. It's, it's a movie, but it's an STD. And if you have it and you sleep with somebody, you pass it to them. Oh, geez. And, okay. And it is a thing that just follows you. It's a demon. But you, you don't know. You've it's never an entity, and you never even see it. An entity. It's invisible, <clears throat> except to your eyes, and it's a shapeshifter. It can look like anything, yeah. anything. This is just the basic premise. Well, I think anyone, right? Anyone. You're right. So, anyone. so you're you're haunted based on, mm-hmm. and then you have to you have in order to get rid of it, you have to pass it to yes. someone yep. through sexual intercourse. Yes. But if that person dies, it jumps back to you. Oh, oh. no. Yeah. So, that who that, wrote these rules? Dude, I don't know, but they're amazing. They can it, really, really, the, really good. The rule because the movie never once breaks its own set of rules, no. and it's like almost fascinating. Um, anyway, it can. It's a shapeshifter. It can take any form, and it it cannot walk. It cannot run. It cannot get in a car. It can't drive. It can only walk. So if it, if you drive somewhere really far, it'll walk there. To, really? To, yeah. It'll. It never stops walking. So it's in the physical world. Yes. Okay. So it's not like a specter. It's like an actual physical shapeshifter. Yes. Got yes. it. Interesting. And only you can see it. Um, and, and other people that have it as well. Because you... That have had it. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah I guess we'll we'll jump into a little more. But if, you, if it's not currently chasing you, you can still see it. It'll show up and remind you that like, hey, I'm still around. <laughs> um, 
With that all being said, on paper, I should hate this movie. I loved this movie. Really? It was it, amazing. It was the, awesome. The aesthetics of it, the the soundtrack. You, um, you know the video game Fez? Yeah. Disaster yeah. Piece. Disaster Piece did the soundtrack for this movie. Ooh. This Dude, movie, I love Fez. Yes. Such a good game. Man, the music is incredible. The music for It Follows is incredible. The aesthetics, the camera shots, like some of the like, amazing camera work that they did. Cinematography, obviously. Um, and <clears throat> the story, the the consistent, smart story. This movie had a lot to say just on the what I told you. Like, obviously, oh, yeah. it's about oh, yeah. STDs and about innocence, losing your innocence. Uh, they, they don't show any adults' faces in this. They're strategically hidden. If you're an adult, if you're an adult in this movie, it doesn't show their face. Really? It only shows the kids. The kids are like in college age. They're about to become adults. Mm-hmm. They're transitioning to adulthood. But they are very, very immature. Even the girl that's sleeping around, she's like she's like an emo, young, young emo girl. You know, like mm-hmm. she sits there with her hoodie on and she like picks grass and puts it on her legs. She's like, they're so immature. And it's oh man, I can't get over how how great this movie is. Really, really, good. and the only yeah. it does show adult faces, but it's only the it. Yeah, if it's only the person because yeah, what what you find out is it, and it doesn't even flat out say it. Yeah, but the very first time you see it, it's the boys, the the boy that gave it to the main the main girl. It's it's his mother, but you don't realize that till later when she opens the door and you're like, oh, it's it's her. It took her form. So it'll show an adult's face if it will use them later. Interesting. So like it'll show pictures of her grandpa and then it is the grandpa later. Mm-hmm. But it never flat out says, because you never goes, grandpa. Like you're supposed to figure it out on your own. Yeah. So it's like psychologically messing with you. And it's like that. The It doesn't run. No. It doesn't. It screams once. Yeah. Right. When it's like the little kid coming through the door. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was not great. <laughs> um, and uh, and then it um, what else? Oh, and it's like it's just got that like Michael Myers esque yes. like staring, walking slowly. It's like John Carpenter, like the music, yeah. John Carpenter, like the way she's in class and she looks out the window and it, yeah. she sees an old woman walking towards the window. Oh, no. Almost looks like it's coming from like like the old woman's coming from a nursing home. Yeah, like has a like a, a gown, like a hospital gown on, and <laughs> yeah, dude, it's there's a there's a scene. I, I want you all to go to go. Watch I don't even it. want to like say too much. Yeah, yeah. The second it's over, you you get online and you read theories. Yeah, and you just read theory One after theory after theory. So so, what does it do when it gets to you? It kills you. So the first like thing it shows or something. The the first time it shows it, this thing is is very strong. Yeah, it shows a dead girl on the beach and its leg is like broken backwards, like she's laying on her back and her knee is up and her leg. Yeah, is and she's backwards. like all she looks like she's been drained of life. Yeah, right. Um, but that doesn't sh- it doesn't show it doing it. It's yeah. very ambiguous. It shows it. It shows her absolutely running from something. She's scared. And she's calling like her dad to leave a message. That's so smart too, because she's yeah. running so weird, and you're like, "What is she doing?" Yeah. But you like it. It follows you. Like I'm, I'm reenacting. It follows you everywhere you go. Yeah. So if you go and, and stop she somewhere, and gets in her car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, huh. And so it shows and it builds this up that something's happening, and then the next thing it it cuts and she's dead on the beach, right? Hmm. Um, Another cool thing. I don't. I didn't mean to cut you off. Or you oh no no no. Um, this movie, you have no idea what year it takes place in. I was going to say that. There's cell phones, like touchscreen e-readers, 
they only have CRT TVs. They have old 1950s cars. Uh, <laughs> they're they, like 1980s cars. Yeah, they have yeah. like wired uh, telephones. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has like a typewriter. Uh, it's very dreamlike. So it, yeah. um, the the show Riverdale completely copied the aesthetics from this show. Like the dark when they're like neon lights everywhere. Mm-hmm. The, the aesthetic is so cool. It was awesome. That was, uh, I was talking with Chris about this after I watched it. That it's probably one of my favorite things about it is you can't pinpoint what era this movie was made Interesting. in. It's mm-hmm. really awesome. Even even like a little bit of the film quality seems almost grainy. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's uh and like like we said, like on paper, it's like it's when, whenever they they have sex, and I, we grew up in a very conservative place. So a lot a lot of like it, it, this was taboo for us, right? So kids that age uh th- to them it was normal they all have like broken homes it's, it takes place in detroit um and they once they leave the suburbs of detroit it's like this deteriorated disgusting eight they, mile they even talk about eight mile yeah, and, yeah. and there's just a lot of allegories that they use for yeah i don't i see i don't want to say too much because i don't want to give away super super uh, good movie it's on netflix yeah but the like what like Reese was saying earlier, whenever you see it, it's a lot of the times it's naked or it's wearing nothing but white. When they are having sex, it's very covered. Yeah. It's uh, intimate. It's not like gratuitous. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it is gratuitous. Uh-huh. It's a it's a dichotomy. Uh-huh. It's a cool dichotomy. Yeah. Uh, it's good. I watched it with Kylie and she liked it a lot. It's not that scary either. It's, I beg to differ. There's some there it's creepy. There's some jump scares, but it's there's there's that scene that I was messaging yeah, you about. Yeah, yeah. And there's two things on it. Yeah. Two th- you basically in the span of about 3 minutes get it in two different forms in the same building and it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the second one. Yeah. The second one, oh my gosh, like the second one she don't don't say it. Don't not, watch it. Uh, watch it. <laughs> go go. Are you gonna watch it? You should. You, need, you, need to go watch you guys it. are intriguing me. This is this is the kind of scary movie that I will watch that that I'm actually interested in because yeah. I don't like scary movies. But this one sounds it's way cool. Kind of, I'm okay, I'm not I wish say more scary cool. movies were like this. It's yeah. like a lo-fi horror movie. Yeah, like it, it's like chill. This movie is about the moments in between. The, mm-hmm. the haunting mm-hmm. like the really character driven mm-hmm. moments where they like they freaking drive to a cabin super far away and they wait days and days and days and then you see people walking in the background you're like is that it <laughs> just, yeah is that it? and the camera cuts and you're like frustrated you're like go back huh. uh, so, so it is one that like like you said earlier tra- transcends the the genre yes yeah 100 percent it was it was awesome I'm not going to say anything about that scene, but other than <laughs> other than I texted Chris right away and I was like, I just pooped because <laughs> it was not, not awesome. Man. Yeah, uh, it's funny. It's funny you recommended it because I the same circles, the same podcast. They all recommend it. They rave about and, it. And that's ex- so like I said, I saw I said it before. I didn't say it in the recording. Yeah, I picked it because for two reasons. I knew it was easily accessible. It was on Netflix. And the second was I had been recently seeing like these circles of people talking about how underrated this film is. And I was like, okay, I'm going to recommend it. Chris will watch it. I'll watch it. It's going to be cool. Nice. Well, it's cool. Well, I'm glad you, you broke the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cho- chose the. This is an absolute success. <laughs> 
so next would be haunting a phil house was, did that come before Scott's? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, so Chris suggested this to me. So this is the the Netflix uh, series. Um, and Chris told me j- that I only needed to watch the first episode and if I liked it to keep watching it. Um, but I watched the first episode on Sunday night, so, mm-hmm. like recently. So um, whether I will watch the rest of it still remains to be seen. You only seen the first episode? <laughs> yeah. Literally, it literally remains well, to be seen. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> so you know how you know how people like what, talk to you about scary movies, or you see like a you see a, a trailer and you're just like, nope, I don't want to see that. Right? Yeah. That oh, was yeah. this was one of those shows for me. I was like, <laughs> that comes out ninety percent of scary movies. <laughs> yep. this, this. Go ahead. Yeah. So there's, there's like, just, fact, sorry, I get mad at scary movie trailers that just come on like. It, like on you, TV, it's like, like seriously, you're making me watch this. You're like watching a family movie. Yeah. yeah. So and then American actually, Horror Story comes on. It's like I don't want to see this. I like American so Horror I, Story. I literally I was show. on Hulu. You I hate that show. Mm-hmm. I was sorry to to interrupt. Yeah, we just totally. It's fine. It's fine. On Hulu, it's fine. We we chose a <laughs> Halloween. We chose a Halloween because uh, on Hulu they have like Hulu-er. the, the Halloween, and you can just watch movies that are geared around Halloween, but they have a section for the family. And I was watching the section for the family and the commercial that kept coming on in, in every commercial break was for ED. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and it's for gay men too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and my, my, my 11 year old, my 11 year old daughter, every time it came on, she's like, no, why? No. Cause she knows what it's talking about. Oh my and goodness. yeah. And I was like, That's dude, funny. Hulu, like chill out a little bit. I think you can put a, past like a certain I time. think if it's on a computer, you can say, I don't want this ad anymore. Oh no, it was on. Oh, if you I just log in. On well, well, like while the ad is running, you say, I don't oh, like this ad. Oh, gotcha. Don't show me. Sorry. Then it's like, like, why Cancel. I have my my thoughts on what makes a, a horror movie done well, right? Or a horror movie good, right? Are you saying and, you have thoughts? Uh, I have thoughts. Um, okay. I'm trying to express them, but you guys keep interrupting me. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... The the thing that this show does well is it is it builds um it builds tension well and it builds it like it, it just kind of creates creates this atmosphere and a lot of that is just like stuff that's happening in the background like you know things that uh, and this is all kind of stuff like I knew but that's all also the kind of stuff that but what's me out. but what's it about oh yeah um that's right good call um so haunting of Hill House. I got ahead of myself. So, uh, Haunting of Hill House is a... Um, you so get what to yourself? <laughs> so, it takes place in two different time periods, okay? You have a, you have the past and you have the present, right? And the same characters are in, in each one, right? So, the, it starts in the past where the family is living in the Hill House. And it, it basically shows that, like, they're living there for a specific reason. I think they're, like, fixing it up and then... Or repairing it. And they're going to fix it up and sell. Yeah, fix it up and sell, yeah. <clears throat> Um, it's very clearly haunted. Very opening thing is about the uh, the daughter Nell uh, complaining about the woman with the bent neck, the bent neck lady, mm-hmm. bent neck lady. Ooh, yeah, that creeps yep. me out already. Me no likey. And then uh, and then there, so there's time jumps to to basically show all of these siblings in their current predicaments, right? Um, and uh, and how it affected them years later, right? And so you just you have this this. Um, like the oldest brother, the oldest, um, yeah, the oldest 
child, um, he becomes an author, right? And he, he becomes a famous author writing about this house, right? And writing about their experiences and stuff. And um, the family resents. I don't know how much of the first episode I should like talk about. Cause like, I mean, it's the first episode. You can't really give away spoilers on the first episode. Right. I mean, it, the first episode is meant to hook you. Yeah. And this has a good hook, yeah. especially for horror. If you like horror, this has a good hook. So it was a hooker? It was a hooker. I don't think there were many hookers in this show. The like, first episode is there called might have been one. Steve Sees a Ghost. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. The is oldest brother. The, the oldest brother who writes horror novels that supposedly take place in real 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 things real things that happening right uh he's like first thing i should let you know he's talking to a lady who's talking about her story right he's like i've never seen a ghost never right and he lived in the in the hill house and he's never seen seen a ghost but um anyway so what happens is uh the daughter the the youngest two nell and luke luke are going through some major right they're twins too yeah they're yeah and they're having and they're but they're the ones you can tell that were affected the most by the house because the ghosts specifically were going after them. Um, and it doesn't, the first episode doesn't really show them going after Luke as much, but more Nell because Nell's the focus of mm. the first episode. Well, you have to keep watching man. Yeah. And so, and so, uh, like there's this, there's this, this scene where, where Nell is sleeping on the couch cause she's scared and her mom is sleeping next to her. And then she gets up and walks to the, to the, you know, goes to bed. And then immediately after she walks, Nell wakes her up, wakes up. And then she so sees the, it shows Nell sleeping. And the camera cuts like this to the sideways horizontal, and there's a woman over her, oh. yeah. her hair dangling down. Yeah, no, nope. yeah, that neck, yeah. Lady. Not, not for me. <laughs> so the thing that this, so this movie, this show, so going back to what you said about uh, jump scares, this show doesn't have a lot of those, but it, it, the the first episode doesn't at least. It has the right. one that the at the end, but mm-hmm. but that one was a good one because it built up to it, right? Right. Um, so basically what happens is Nell is trying to call her family cause she's not having a good time. She, or she's having a really bad time. Um, she, and so she, she's, she's calling her siblings and they're not answering. Right. Or they're like, basically like, Oh, she, you know, anyway, um, she's so dramatic. She, yeah. She, yeah. That kind of stuff. And so <laughs> she calls her dad and she's like, dad, the bent neck lady is back. And like they, they they live in different parts of the country. They don't live at the hell house anymore. Right. And you get an idea that basically the hill house corrupted the mom and the mom goes crazy and basically becomes violent. The dad takes the kids one night and leaves. He just leaves. And the mom is there and the mom lives at the hill house. She, she's dead. So they must either, they found her body or something, but they, but he, the dad was the dad, the dad, um, was accused of killing her basically like it, it kind of it'll it'll it dives into that more but it kind of goes on to that like he's talking to his lawyer i forget you you only saw the first episode right you don't know all the answers <clears throat> no i don't but what happens is the daughter but you've been hooked uh i'll, I'll probably watch it i don't know if i'll watch it alone or at night <laughs> <laughs> it, you'd be fine. it's it's uh it's one of those that like kind of lingers with you it stays with you and you just kind of like are thinking about it a while like for instance the night that i watched it there were many times where i just like open my eyes and expect to see something like standing over me or whatever. I hate that. Crap. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. I, I still remember I was a kid and there was some movie about like shadows and like, you didn't want the shadows to touch you. And yeah. And, Are you and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. one. I, I don't remember what the movie was called, but I literally to this day, like I will see shadows and I'm like, it did that move. <laughs> did, did it move? So yeah. I want to touch on this kind of maybe leaning into Scott's movie as well. Um, because I have some thoughts about, about horror specifically, but going back to this, this show, all of the kids, all of the adult 
uh, the kids that are growing up as adults, they're living in different parts of the country and they all get the same call <clears throat> from the dad basically being like, or from Nell. But then at like three o three o three, the witching hour, three o three AM, they all wake up and they're like, Nell's in the, Nell's in the red room, right? There's this one room with a, with a locked door that they could never access, or at least they couldn't from the first episode. Right. And then they all wake up at the same time. And they say, and, and the oldest Steven, mm-hmm. uh, gets a call from his dad and he's like, you need to go check on, on Nell. She's not okay. And he wakes up and it's 1203. So you can tell that like, they're all on the East coast. He's on the Pacific coast. Right. And the, the house is on the East coast. Right. And so there's this, this, the house is basically drawing the family back in. Um, it makes that pretty clear. And so the Steven comes back from his his uh, interview with this lady about her scary instance or story, whatever. And then um, he's coming into his house and his place. And he sees that his younger brother, Luke, the other twin is, is had gone through his stuff and was going to, was going to pawn or, or sell. He's now, he's now very addicted to drugs. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Um, that was his coping mechanism. Right. As you can tell, like I said, it affected the youngest ones the most, um, especially into adulthood. Um, and then he goes into his apartment. This is the, this is the end of the episode. He goes into his apartment, turns on the light. Nell is standing there perfectly normal, but she, you can tell she's got this look on her face and he starts talking to her and he's like, Oh, you just stood there while Luke ransacked my apartment, broke, broke my front door. You just stood there. You couldn't do anything. You couldn't call me. And he's just like, he's kind of like talking to her, but kind of not minding her. Right. And then his dad calls and he's like, he's like, it's kind of garbled. Like you, you don't, it's bad reception. And then you hear him say, Nell is dead. She was at the house. She, she's dead. She's dead. And then he turned, oh. and then he's like, he's like, what? And he turned, and he's standing right there, right in front of his face. Right I don't like face. it. That's the jump scare. No, I got chills. That's the jump scare. She's standing right in front of his face and her face starts changing. She, she like, the scared face kind of becomes like a like she starts opening her mouth slowly like she's gonna scream right she shows like a pale ghost and and then her face her face starts to lose color to the point where it's not it goes from being pale then to being gray to being like it's like she's like uh, like decaying and she's like right in front of him and then yeah and then it kind of like that's kind of the hook that's the that. yeah <laughs> I'm I'm out yeah, I'm so not watching that yeah yeah so oh, so then need to watch it though so then no. I, you know every episode <laughs> is like that where it just it it going back to what you were saying about jump scares, like when a movie, when a, a horror movie uses too many jump scares, it just gets, it just gets hokey. It like just gets dumb. Right. But when you have a movie that, that builds up, like a lot of the tension shows things, but it's not necessarily a jump scare. And then it has a jump scare. It, it, it affects you differently. Like for instance, the two, the parts that I mentioned before in the very beginning, when they, when the kids talk, when the Nell talks about the bent lady with the bent neck, right. It's um, building tension. It's building tension. Yeah. But then what happens is she wakes up, doesn't see anything rolls over. And then she, the, the camera turns like she rolls on, on her side. The cameras turns, looks her in the face and then behind her, I would, I would even behind say her comes out the lady with the bent neck. And it's very, it's, it's, I think it's, that's more scary. It's yeah. not in focus. Right. Mm-hmm. Also the same thing when she wakes up on the couch, she's scared, you know, something's there. Um, and you're kind of expecting it to jump to it. Right. Yeah. And then the couch turns to where she's horizontal and then she's vertical. Right. And then the lady is right there and it just kind of like zooms out. It's not, it's not, right. it's not. And, and it just does this really, it's really, well done in this building this tension but also showing you things so that when a jump scare happens it's earned it right Mm -hmm. yeah and and i'd even say um 
that like too many jump scares is bad, but too many false jump scares is right, bad too. Right, right, right. When they open the wind, the the mirror. Yeah, and, and, they, and, <laughs> and then they shut it, and nothing's there. And nothing's yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. something to be there. Yeah. yeah so so it's like playing with you. So, so next time, I, I think tried wolf. Thing. If it's done well, I mean, like like it, it just keeps adding to that tension. You know, like anyway. Um, and I mean, there's there's other moments that build tension, like when the dad is taking the kids, he goes into Steven's room and he closes the door and locks it. And then he and then you see the doorknob just like they're little kids, obviously. Yeah. And it just keeps turning. And it's just it's creepy. Um, so it's, it's hell to the no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so it made me kind of want to like it made me think a lot about horror in general and what makes horror movies done or what's done often. And I wanted to talk about children in horror movies. And I think that's... Don't you dare transition before I say anything about the show. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, well, I, I wanted to... Okay. He's okay. just doing what you, you did. You say what you're going to do, and then I want to I wanna talk about children in horror movies and yeah. then go to Scott. So let me let me make a pitch to you guys about why you should watch the show. And I haven't given this much thought, but in terms of Netflix originals, this is top five best easily it's well really? done it's Easy, well easily it's, it's well really? done. really i'm yeah. not i'm not even joking just one episode easily. in it's well done. i don't believe you sir <laughs> here's why each episode is told from a perspective of a child in the house and it masterfully unfolds more of the story first episode's the oldest uh second episodes whatever when it gets to nell and her growing up in the house that that episode's called the bent neck lady <sighs> blew my mind Blue listen, my mind. I just listened I, to Troy tell me about it. The bent neck and, I, you? and I'm telling you, <laughs> this is not a good show. No, it will. It, it's a good show. Uh, it's not. The, the, each child is haunted, but not by ghosts. They are haunted by their addiction to drugs, which takes a physical manifestation for Luke, right? Interesting. Uh, yeah. So, so, so Nell is haunted by the bent neck lady probably because but she it's commits not suicide. But it's not a ghost. I'll just say that it's not. It's not a interesting. Ghost. Interesting. Yeah. So it's a more okay, but it's made to seem that way because it's the haunting. So it has it's an agenda. I'm out of her. Well, I, it sounds like. Well, I mean, obviously, it's like they make it very clear that the mom was mentally ill and and mm-hmm. and everything, and so and the mom goes crazy. You see a glimpse of it. You don't see it too much, but yeah, um, it's, uh, the each child is haunted by something very adult. You know, mm-hmm. like very something that haunts people every day. Um. The one of the sisters works in a in a morgue and a funeral home, and they she has to take her sister in. She's like, no one else can do this. It has to be me. And this poor girl has to be the one to embalm her mm. younger baby sister. And it's it's uh, it's a family drama that happens to be a horror. Interesting. It's incredible show. <laughs> Like I could not believe. No offense, uh, Troy, but he did a better job selling me on well, it. Well, he just he just gave a synopsis. Of this is a Halloween show. I'm talking about why the <laughs> was scary, man. I've I've just seen every episode. It's like uh, what's like what's like a family drama on on ABC or something. It's like that. It's like this is us. This is I was gonna say this. It's is like us. haunted. This is us. I met Christy Christy Metz. Did you? Chris, yeah. Oh, and that's this cool. Is us. Yeah. Um, Sorry. So that that's what I wanted to say is that this this show is. Definitely. It's not, it's not, it's creepy. Like there's, there are scenes that you have seen where there's ghosts in it and you just haven't noticed Oh yeah. It. That, that was one thing that somebody told me about was yeah, there's like, hidden ghosts everywhere. There's, there's mm. ghosts, air quotes, there's yeah. ghosts everywhere. You, and you don't, uh, they, they, they don't jump scare you. They're just like literally some dude hiding like in the corner. He's like, they're just there. Just standing. Like there's a scene when they run down the stairs, there's nine ghosts in that scene. That's kind of, have you, have any of you guys seen the movie Hereditary? Yes. 
What did you, was the, would you, that, that probably was one of the mo- movies that stuck with me the most. Yeah. I've seen it. I almost recommended that. Um, but <laughs> so that one, that one, like that movie, <laughs> you wouldn't, I, it, it stuck me with me for like months. Yeah. Like, um, there's that movie is one of those things where like, they'll just be random people, random things in the mm-hmm. corner. And it's just, yeah. Same kind of thing. Yeah. So they, not they, necessarily ghosts, but yeah. So that, that's something, that, that's something that this show, I've never seen a show, a show do that before. Just a random ghost in the, yeah. in the scene. Hmm. And if you pause it, you can kind of see them all. It's yeah. cool. It's really cool. It's well um, the show is incredibly well, well made, incredibly casted, incredibly acted, and yeah. the, the story is amazing. And the the dad in the past is Elliot from ET. Mm. I was wondering where he looked. Mm. Okay, now oh, I might. Reese is sold. <laughs> yeah, he's um, uh, he's the brother on uh, Legends of the Fall. Is he? Yeah, Brad Pitt's so hot in that movie. He is. <laughs> yeah, he's the little brother that dies in the war. So I, I kind of want to segue a little bit, talk about something about horror in general. He was great in that as the kids, uh, the child actors. I mean, from what I saw in the first episode, they were uh, great. legit though. Luke in that is the most adorable child oh, actor dude, I've ever cute. seen, and watching him be sad is heartbreaking. <laughs> watch him, watch him be haunted and scared. He's like a little kid with glasses. He looks like my son, Oliver. Yeah. And I was like, guess loves, what? Loves little draw. kids being scared. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into that. Funny enough. I'm about that. Funny enough. I love that. So I wanted to talk about, about children and the, and that in within horror, like obviously horror has a lot of different, you know, elements and tropes and things that you can, you can do. Um, but I think, and this is going to kind of segue into, uh, into Scott's movie, because I think that is one thing that Stephen King uses a lot yeah. is ki- he likes to kill kids. Yep. <laughs> He's <laughs> a child murderer. That's also Reese's thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was, I was thinking about, I was thinking about all of a, a lot of the horror movies that I have seen. Right. And, and I was thinking about the way they utilize, um, the horror and how it affects children, whether it's being murdered like an it or whether it's being um, or being haunted and terrorized and all that stuff like in in um, Haunting of Hill House or even like and I would include teenagers and in that as well, because like you think about Freddy um, Nightmare on Elm Street, you think about uh, Jason Halloween, they're going after teenagers. It's just a little bit more like they're less innocent, but they still have they still have that childlike aspect to them, but it's okay. And then, and then there's right? like Omen with the evil child. Right. And then there's that. Um, and then you have like, and I would say even, even it follows would probably be like that where it's, it's partly because it's creepy because it's following kids. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the innocence thing, the innocence right? aspect. So, and then I imagine I haven't seen it, but I imagine them having sex is, is a form of losing their innocence in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has so, a lot to say. Yeah. I was thinking about this and I was thinking like, and we've had this conversation too about <clears throat> certain movies um, about like, for instance, Jurassic Park. Why is Jurassic Park so well done? Why does it have that weight that it does? Because it includes children and then children are in well, and that's one of the reasons, but as children, in, know, they're not very likable and children are in, <laughs> it, children are in very real danger. Right. Yeah. But it also kind of casts the safety net under Jurassic Park, Jurassic where all of the Jurassic parks have children and the Jurassic worlds have children. Right. It kind of casts the safety net because you know that the movie isn't going to show the dinosaurs eating the kids. Right. But if it did, Jurassic Park come, goes from being an adventure thriller to a horror like that. It does kill a kid. The second one. No, it doesn't. She she survives. No, oh, yeah. she still she gets, gets attacked. She gets, like, a, she gets attacked. Yeah. But then like they say, that, "Good yeah. thing she survived." Yeah, she survived. Mm, yeah, it's like point. Batman versus Superman. Good, like, good thing that whole city was evacuated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I was thinking about that. I mean, and you think about almost any any horror movie: Jaws, killing kids, mm-hmm. right? Shark eating kids. You think about like many horror movies, not all of them. You've but, been doing a lot of thinking about dead kids. I have, but but and it was actually Scott's 
comment about like his maybe being tired. I, you can get into it, the, the, his thoughts about Stephen King in general, but I was thinking about one of the reasons why Stephen King, I think gets a lot of the notoriety that he does is he's not afraid to have his monsters or his whatever kill kids. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think that's, that's well, an interesting aspect. I think with Stephen King, the difference is, is he does it on screen. Cause a lot yeah. of, a lot of horrors, horror movies will kill kids, but not on screen. It's usually the aftermath. That so you see. when I was going to, I mean, I don't know it, you saw the, you saw him. Bite, well, I guess I'm talking about the books. Like, okay, like okay, yeah, he, yeah. he describes it in the book. Gotcha. So I was thinking about a movie Scott to, Coulter. I was thinking about a movie to recommend to Scott and I knew it had to be one that I had seen before. And I almost recommended hereditary. I actually, Dude, I, I, I am so grateful. You have no <laughs> idea. Like I want to give you a kiss right now. <laughs> I accept. Um, Do it. so, uh, so that's why I asked if you'd seen the shining. Kiss. I wanted to, I wanted to pick a classic <laughs> and I wanted to pick, when I think of classic scary movies, the first two that always come to mind is jaws. We, we talked about that a ton mm -hmm. and I want, and, and the shining, those are the kind of the two that, yeah, all the enough. I hate scary movies, but jaws is like one of my top movies. Yeah. So, so I asked if you had seen the shining, you said you had, so I was like, okay, let's watch the sequel to the shining, which I thought was really well done. Um, yeah. and so I recommended Dr. Sleep. Yep. And it is no shining. Like you can't beat Kubrick, right? Like as far as like the feel. Yeah, it was, it, it, it's, it doesn't feel like it has shining. a different feel, but it doesn't make it worse. It feels right? like a, a sequel to the book and not the yes. movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, that, it, yeah that's you're, you're totally right. But it uses the movie elements. Yeah. And, and, and what's interesting is it has the, no, like even, even the like, hotel. sorry, I'll let, yeah. I'll let Scott talk about so, it. So, so the beginning of the movie is actually filling in right after the shining, what happens to mm -hmm. Danny and his mom. Um, and so they, they moved to Florida cause they don't want to see snow anymore mm -hmm. ever again. Um, have you seen it Reese? Um, are you interested in it? Yeah. I, I, cause I love the shining. Okay. Da Danny. Yeah. Sorry. I, I'm stepping on you. <laughs> sorry. So, so, so he, he's dealing with it. Obviously he's having, he doesn't, he hasn't talked in like two years or something like that. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the black guy that can shine that, that kind of teaches him. Mm -hmm. He's, he's there as kind of a ghost and stuff. He did not get ax in the back of the head. Oh no, he did. He's a ghost. Yeah, he's a ghost. <laughs> um, I always think of Willie when the, the shining, the shining. <laughs> well, one thing is, um, that I just want to mention is that the ghosts from the, from the hotel have followed Danny. So he yeah. sees the woman in the bathtub, the old woman. In his oh, own bathtub. Yeah. Wow. In, yeah, in so, so, he has, so he has to deal with it. And, like and the, um, so, so the, I can't remember his name, the, 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 um, the guy that helps him. Yeah. Uh, I'll look it up. You anyway, he, uh, we'll he, he teaches, him, he, he teaches them how to deal with these ghosts that follow him. And so he's dealt with most of them, most all of them, I think. Um, and so, and so then it cuts forward. He's an adult. He's running away from himself. Basically. He just jumps from town to town. Um, and he's dealing with the horrible things he does. Anyway, kind of an alcoholic, all that. Um, and then, uh, um, he, uh, he starts getting contacted by magically by this, this, uh, little girl that can shine. And she shines almost brighter than he does, and and he's supposed to have he's supposed to be pretty special. Like he he's really powerful. Um. Anyway, through uh in the 
uh, alongside this, there's another uh, group of I guess I guess it would be va- vampires that that shine and they like turn they they sort they can, of vampires yeah like they don't they don't they it's don't, essentially vampires yeah yeah sorry they don't they don't bite your neck they yeah. just suck out your soul they, they suck your uh, it's they suck your shine the guy's name is uh, is Dick Halloran <laughs> Dick Halloran yeah and he's and he sucks. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's dead. A good guy. Oh, he's, he's awesome. a good guy. He's a oh, okay. so so, yeah. so um, I thought that, I don't that know was just going to be ironic. What, what, do you know the actress? Does, I guess Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, my she's girlfriend. Pretty. She's great. Um, from uh, Mission Impossible. So, so there's these, these awesome Irish accents. She's yeah. lovely. And so they're like these hipster. Um, <laughs> they really are. Oh, they're really <laughs> like hippies. Not hipster, hippie. The same thing. Oh, I thought it was pretty heavy. Hippie originated from the term hipster. Okay. All right. And so there's this group of people that caravan together and go around um, basically vampiring kids. So they like suck the soul out of kids because that kids that shine, like the more shine they have, the The more, the the more soul they suck, the the more sustenance. It also keeps them alive. The the more adrenaline they have pumping through them, the more delicious they are. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is straight up adrenochrome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so that they, and there's, they, they actually show the scene with this kid where they're like torturing the kid. And it's like this like 10 year old kid torturing him. And then, yeah, and then the more they torture him, the more like this smoke stuff comes out of his mouth. And they, and they they're like rabid out. animals. They're like, and like there's like ten of them just like crowded around, like sucking the. I I heard a funny it's story creepy. that the actor that playing the kid was so effective at doing this that Rebecca Ferguson's like, wait, can we stop? Can you can you tone it down? And the director's <laughs> like, no, don't tone it down. Anyway, uh, so so they can sense that like they make it clear that. Uh, that people that are strong in the force and the shine, they can sense when someone else shines, even if mm-hmm. it's across the country. Ton of oh. metachlorians. And mm-hmm. so they... Uh, Lots of them. And there's disturbances in the force all around. This is Ewan McGregor, too. So so, so the movie really literally like revolves around killing kids. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and, okay. and but, but he's reluctant. He, he he doesn't want to get involved. He's been taught by Dick Halloran to just <clears throat> he's to, learned- to to suppress his shine so yeah. no one finds him, basically. Um because because the ghosts from the house are also basically vampires, but they're connected to a location instead of a person. Mm. Anyway. Except for the ghost from the bat bathtub. No the bathtub. All of the ghosts from the all, from all the, the ghosts from the all the ghosts from the hotel are just extensions of the hotel itself. Oh, okay. they're, so they're, they're not actual people. They're trapped there. They're, they're, they're like... They're, so how does he see or see him in his... Because they followed him. Oh. They followed him. But, but they're, they're trapped there, but they follow okay, him. Okay, sorry. Yeah. They're not trapped there. <laughs> That's they're what I was getting at. They're stuck to the hotel. Okay, they're, 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 they're yeah. not trapped there. They're not stuck there, but they like their essence is kind of is kind of attached to where they originate Think of it like they're yeah, just like it, it, it's, They're manifestations. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Anyway, and and it's hung, the, the hotel's hungry for the shine. The vampires are hungry for the shine. Anyway, it, it's really good. Um, actually, the the first part of the movie is actually not. I wouldn't even consider it necessarily horror. Like like they did torture the kids. So that's pretty horror. Yeah. But like it's 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 kind of like a, a fun mystery type thing. Kind it of feels very Stephen King. Or, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It, it feels like like one of those shows you used to watch on TV, like the Stephen yeah, Goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. And th- th- there were some parts where I was like, "Oh man, this would have landed in the book so much better than it did in the movie." Like, yeah. just glo- like, like uh, Billy, Billy's death, mm-hmm. like, like that th- that would have landed way harder in the movie. But they literally spend thirty seconds and they never mention him again. Yeah, like he's this big character, and then yeah. anyway, hmm. um, as a spoiler, sorry. <laughs> well, well, and like, and, and going back to the whole like 
killing kids thing is that like is that the creepiest parts of this movie all have to do with kids like the very beginning they the, they go after this little girl oh, she, yeah. she wanders off and you but know, you don't know what they do with her until they no. until they show what they do with the kid but you know she you know she's dead you know she dies and you know that you yeah. see very, so, well yeah right after they, that, have, they have her poster. essence in a bottle or whatever yeah well you also see a missing like a genie poster. in a bottle mm-hmm. but nice. then but then there's the kid and then there's that you see and then there's the um the when danny torrance is you know a, a alcoholic and everything he is with a woman and he shows her the next day and she is passed out and he sees her he sees her kid and he's mm-hmm. like and he feels bad so he like puts the kid in the bed with the mom gives him some treats and then he just leaves well the mom throws up and chokes on her vomit and the kid dies because nobody's there to take care of him the neighbors didn't ever call anything or anything right he that's effed up yeah. and so one of the first kind of scary things you see is danny moves clear across the country and he's laying in this bed and all of a sudden you see this hand kind of reach over and 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 touch him and then he he uh he uh goes he jumps out of bed and then you see it's this woman and she's you know she's dead she's been decaying and then she's like nobody could find us nobody found us been too late and then she's it was like, your fault it's your fault you didn't tell anybody and and then and she's got you know vomit on her face and then and then it pans down it pans down and it sees the kid and he and he looks up and he goes mom or whatever yeah and it's 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 really it's really really creepy but yeah um yeah anyway i want to hear your thoughts on stephen king because stephen king yeah. in general yeah yeah um let, let me uh gather my thoughts i guess um like i i used to be a big fan of stephen king like mm-hmm. i read through I probably read I don't know, over a dozen of his books. Sure, um, but I didn't. I, I got to a point where I just didn't like the way it made me feel reading them. So, sure. so I, I I stopped. That was probably three or four years ago. Stopped reading. Is there something that you can? Is there something that you can like pinpoint as to why? Like, like you said, um, it didn't, you didn't like the way it made you feel. It, but like a big one was was it. Yeah, that that book in particular, um, but then his other ones too. Um, I think the last one I read was probably Tommy Knockers. Okay, um, or they actually made a, a movie about it recently. Like they're in a cabin and the ladies uh, stuck. Like Gerald's game. Gerald's game. The movie's messed up. Yeah, I read the mm. book and it is effed up. That, that's what <laughs> that's what annoys me about. It. He reminds me of like South Park, where he's just like, "How can I?" Jump the line today, dude. It, How can th- I like, just like push I, I don't know as what they far do in the as movie. possible? I don't know what they do in the movie, but like, have but, you seen Gerald's Game? It's uh, what's what's the actress's name? Egg Cugino. G- Carla. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, G- Gugino. Yeah, <laughs> isn't uh, isn't she? In I know. I know Haunting who the actors are. Yeah, she's, she's the mom. She's Admiral Hills. Pike from the new mm-hmm. Star Trek movies is in it. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah, where she's handcuffed to the bed. He's actually. He's actually in the. That's Stephen King movie. Oh, is he? And I think the husband has a heart attack or something, and she's stuck there. That movie is messed up. They're getting kinky, and she's. she's tied to the bed and I didn't, he dies. I, I didn't know that was a Stephen King movie. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, and the, like the book, the part in the book when like her trauma, basically it, it describes it in full detail. What happened to her as a, as a young girl, it's it, her and her dad. It's like, Oh my gosh, King Stephen King stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really feel like he's like, he's like, channeling some evil thing yeah i don't know Push, so, something about it he just, just, like no one no one can be that prolific and that freaking good on every level of describing like the characters like he wedges his his characters into your freaking psyche are you implying he sold his soul to the devil 
Uh, it's, yes. Yeah, ki- kind of. <laughs> like, I think he's like he's like a conduit to something evil. I, I don't know. He's tapped into something. He, he, he and honestly Kubrick. Cause, That's cause, what I was gonna say. Because he said shine, the, worse. The, the Shining. So, so what was that? What was that quote he said about so Kubrick? Stephen King hated The Shining. Yeah, and when he watched the it, movie. Yeah, the movie. When he watched the movie, he said, "I think Stanley Kubrick made this movie with the intention to hurt people." And, and this movie's supposed I, I to can hurt totally you. get where he's coming from with that. I think I agree with him, but I think Stephen King doesn't have much room to even say that because I feel like maybe not as not as intentionally, yeah. uh, especially his early stuff because he was on coke when he wrote a lot of his, <laughs> his early stuff in like the eighties. Yeah, but like. Um, I think his stuff hurts people worse than The Shining. Like, it's, mm-hmm. he has more of it. Um, but I think they're both kind of channeling something kind of evil, to be honest. Mm. Well, and kind of I've seen an interview, too, where they're like, so it, it was huge a few years ago. And they asked him, like, so why did you include an all minor gang? And when he, he couldn't even answer the question. He was like, good, so sick of getting asked that because everybody was asking mm-hmm. him. And he was basically like, look. I was like in a trance when I wrote that book. I don't remember doing it. I just felt right. And I don't remember much about what I wrote. And I just wrote yeah, that. Yeah, and I felt right. How vague he is yeah. about stuff. It's like, it like, I, I feel like in he, a trance. I feel like he, he, there's something, I don't know. I don't want to get too he, mystical. He wrote like here. a runic circle on the floor. And yeah. I don't want to get too <laughs> mystical, but, but I, I think that oh, part of the reason why I don't like scary movies is I believe dark spirits exist. And I think he's uh, maybe, Maybe he is one or has one. Yeah, I think so. I was telling <laughs> to, Scott to, this. I'm completely honest. I was telling Scott this in the car, and it was like, for some reason, like, my social media has been recommending a ton of, like, paranormal stuff. And I was like, I kind of find comfort in the paranormal sometimes. Where, like, oh, look, proof of, like, this thing, this thing, or, like, this might be a demon. And I was like, well, there's there's opposition and all things. So if your house is being haunted, I don't know, maybe, it's maybe someone's house I, I is actually, being blessed. I was yes. actually talking to Jen about this, about uh, C.S. Lewis uh, wrote the screw tape letters. And mm-hmm. that has the quote that's like the greatest lie that Satan ever told was that he never, he did, doesn't exist. Right. Because if Satan doesn't exist, then, or if Satan exists, then God exists. That's, right. the, that's mm-hmm. the idea. So, totally. So then, you know, if you are haunted by demons, then. But, but, um, stands to reason. I'm 97% sure my current house is haunted. Like, I'm <laughs> not just huh? a homeless guy in your right, garage. Well, 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 it's Halloween, so, um, <laughs> yeah, what's, what's going on? So, this is this is absolutely true. I'm not just making this up on the spot. I have felt about 30 times now something poking my butt. I don't know if it's a muscle spasm. I'm not joking. I don't know if it's like a muscle spasm, but it's happened. Dude, just for the sake of the story, you could have said your side. <laughs> no, it was. We would have believed left, you either way. <laughs> my left butt. Got a gay ghost in his house. Honestly, the I get the vibe though that it's like a silly grandmother. Boo! Oh, yeah. Like she's goosey. Boo, yeah, Chris. So. That's she's what the goosey. that's <laughs> what the ghost said. <laughs> it's happened. It Boo. happened. I thought it was, yesterday I was brushing my teeth. I just got out of the shower as in a towel. I felt it, and I like, turned to see my wife, and she was not there. And I was like, hmm. Uh, but I, I've walked through the the front hallway in my door, my doorway. That's where I've felt it the most is right in there. I was like, I was like, something's happened in this hallway. Like, I can feel it right here. And I, your, your house was built in like the 70s? Right? 79. Hmm. And there's been a lot of people that have lived there. A lot. Um, but like one time I felt it so strong, I got out my phone to film it. And I was like, something's about to happen right now crazy uh, yeah hmm. another thing another time i was on the computer i was working late and i could hear my kids and they were like because my house is circular so you can run from the kitchen around to the front of the room 
and I could I could hear my kid and they were running around and they'd laugh and I'd turn to them and they were they were gone and they I could hear them running around. So I like got up to like catch them when they ran around again and I didn't catch them and I ran around the other way and I didn't catch them and I ran downstairs to their bedroom and they were fast asleep. Like Jeez. you know how you can tell when kids are faking asleep? They yeah. were not faking it. They were out. Some real life horror here, huh? But it, but it didn't feel malicious. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Playful. Like, like I've woken up a few Flir- times. Flirtatious. Like, flirtatious. <laughs> I've woken up a few times and I was like, I f- I can feel something, but I'm too tired to care. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I'm going back to sleep. Huh. It's it's interesting. I it's hmm. I can't explain it. The haunting of Daily House. Where a grandma's <laughs> goosing me. <laughs> Kids are playing. Well, um, I, I guess back Kids to um, a great time. <laughs> To uh, Doctor Sleep, I feel like I didn't get the same because uh, c- I had avoided. I've avoided uh, Stephen King because of this feeling I've had mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a couple years, um, and I was aff- I was I was interested. I was like, I'm going to test out Stephen King again with this. This, this will be interesting. Yeah. Um, I didn't really get a bad feeling about this. Yeah, one. this one. I, I think I think he's t- he's separated from it more. Yeah. I haven't I haven't read the book, um, and so. I don't know if I would call this movie a horror either. Yeah. It's it's a it's maybe a thriller with with horror elements. The, the only it definitely horror has a parts hap- are when they go back to the hotel. Yeah, and spoiler. and and it has a mostly happy ending. You know, yeah, yeah. oh uh, yeah, mostly yeah. happy. Um, but like it, it wraps up pretty well. And I think I think it's a it's a it does a good job of being a sequel to The Shining without necessarily being like like trying it, to copy the yeah like it builds on it but but what it does doesn't isn't so bad or anything or or that it, that it ruins shining or anything like that like like they both kind of stand on their own i totally agree and i think that's it's honestly credit to stephen king he's yeah. a he's yeah. a freaking good writer and credit to the to the direct the people who made made it to make it like the shining mm-hmm. in, in so many ways but also yeah, and the performances i can't think of a bad performance so it is it was pretty decent yeah Hmm. Yeah, Ewan McGregor cool. slays. He's he's very good as as an adult Danny Torrance. And the reason why he's called Doctor Sleep is because, oh, yeah. uh, which I thought was really uh, it was fun. It was nice. So he he gets a job. He cleans up. He goes through AA and he cleans up and he works at uh, <coughs> at uh, as an, or, as, an, as an orderly at as a at, his, at a old folks home. Sorry, I can't talk. Anyway, and then there's this thing where this cat walks in. I can't remember the cat's name, and then goes and sits on the bed. Uh, and then that night that person dies every single time. And so, oh, wow. and so basically, um, he calls the cat Dr. Sleep. No, no, oh. no. He's Dr. Sleep because he follows the cat into oh. the room and he sits with these people during their last moments and it, he got it. And he can and talk he, to him and, and he talks to him and he'll talk to him like, like brainwave talk mm-hmm. to him without uh, yeah. with with shining. He uses with the, the shine, shine. Yeah. And, and he just comforts them. He, yeah. he, he like, he looks into their past, into their mind and can talk about like their, their son's old, whatever yeah like, and then so. and then like comforts them very nice like tells them it's like, almost, it, that, that part reminded me kind of like green mile type of a little bit yeah vibe. absolutely yeah but then he gets the nickname throughout town as dr sleep that he's the one that the cat and him are the ones that and he's with he's with them during their last moments and it's kind of like it's kind of endearing you know hmm. um that's cool yeah, yeah. and then totally yeah um but yeah it, it's actually a, a pretty good movie and if you're not a big fan of of horror movies but you like the idea um, this is a good one. The, the shine, go, go watch, watch The Shining because it's a classic, and then watch this. It's pretty good. I'm gonna. I watched The Shining last year for Halloween. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll go watch. Doctor if you can watch The Shining, you can watch horror movies. I, no, I know I can watch The Shining. Isn't that scary to me? The, the Shining's terrifying, dude. The I don't book is scary. And and what, what's interesting about the the book in the like the the differences is because I read another quote from from Stephen King about. 
the difference between the book and the movie with The Shining is uh, there's no heart. And I, I totally agree because, mm-hmm. like, have you read it? I haven't read it, but I I know what he's so so Torrance the, the dad that that's uh, yeah. that's what's his face Danny Torrance Jack Torrance Jack, Jack. Torrance um, he uh, like the, the ending to it. I don't know if you guys are ever going to read it, but like he's chasing the boy. He he's part of the hotel by this time. That mm-hmm. by this point, the, the hotel's controlling him, but he has some control of himself. And all he has to do, so he knows he has to kill himself. But all he has is a croquet mallet, mm-hmm. and so he killed himself with a croquet mallet. It's it's rough. Um, so like like that 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 type of sacrifice for for his son, you don't get that in the movie. Like, that, like he's just pure evil. In the that's movie. why the Shining movie to me is so scary. Not to drag this on any longer. Because I know I'm watching a woman have a nervous breakdown in, in real, real time. life. Yes, I know that the director pestered her until mm-hmm. she needed this therapy yeah. for years and years and years. I know that Jack Nicholson is on the verge of murdering somebody because he's furious. Right. Because Stanley Kubrick pushed him over the edge. Yeah. So when he's like climbing up the stairs and he's like, I'm not going to do the thing you think I'm going to do. Uh, yeah, it's it's real. Yeah, it's real. It, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's and, Kubrick and, uh, is, a, is a freaking Shelley Duvall. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah. She is. She does a good. Job. And the, the the woman who plays uh, <clears throat> Shelley Duvall, the the woman who plays her in Doctor Sleep, does mm-hmm. a great job too. Yeah, they, they get like lookalikes. Yeah, it's, it's interesting the, the way they. I'm, I'm glad they didn't try and do like I, some fancy thing. It was, actually, I imagine, it, was just it was actually Ezra Miller. I imagine. <laughs> I imagine they probably did something digitally to make them make them similar, Maybe. but but you, but not too much that it's you know yeah. Um, Anyway. anyway, yeah, I recommend it. It's, well, yeah, it's that's a awesome. Good movie. That's four recommendations. Yeah, uh, I love one of my favorite things to do all year is to watch like Halloween esque movies all October. Yeah, um, I like I love doing it. My kids look forward to it every year. Mm-hmm. We do all the Harry Potters. We're doing those here right now. Yeah, we're on the fourth one. Get some butter beer. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah. We, we love it. I'll have to watch Harry Potter with my kids. Oh, well, man. Because okay, they're old enough now. holiday movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Hocus yeah. Pocus 2 is balls. Don't watch that. <laughs> Hocus Pocus 2 sucked. <laughs> the first so Hocus Pocus is awesome. I freaking love that movie. Yeah. Uh, second one, not so good. I watched it with my kids. My kids liked it, and I think I enjoyed it because my kids liked it. Yeah. I mean, I never really watched the. I, I mean, I've seen the first one, but I never really cared much for it. I always thought it was kind of dumb anyway. So it, it is like dumb. the second Confession. one. Confession. I've it. never seen the first the one. The second one is dumb, And I have no too, desire to but, see it. But it has. You, you would not like it. It has its like If it you has watch it when you were a kid. Yeah, you wouldn't like it now. Honestly, I think your kids would probably like it, but like you watch the first one and then watch the second one, your kids probably like it. And then you might enjoy that your I kids love like the first it. One, though. I do too. Like all of the characters are so endearing to me. Like I'm the bully yeah. ice. Yeah. He's, he's like a Mormon. And it's just from like, like American dummy. <laughs> he's just dumb. <laughs> hey, Hollywood. Uh, and uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I'm looking, I'm getting ready. Probably, probably one of the days this week. We'll watch Huey Halloween. Because I love that movie. Oh, that's a I great like one. Halloween. Oh, yeah. I want to see that. Halloween's that great. one was, okay. was surprising. Huey Halloween's good. great. Yeah. Yeah. Love it, that one. It's because uh, he went back to like the the bumbling Bobby Boucher type character. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's and so it, good. It works. Yeah. I love the, well. the renaissance of uh, Adam Sandler. Is he having I, one right now? Kind what of, else has he done? Sort of. He did uh, Hustle. Did you watch the that one? basketball one, one right? He, and he did the Uncut Jams. Jams, <laughs> Uncut Gems is a rough watch. I think, I think, but, but, but it, it, it's yeah, critically really acclaimed. But I, like, he's having a renaissance. I don't yeah. know if, or I would maybe say, he already did. I don't know if I would call it necessarily a comeback or renaissance, but maybe a little bit more respect. Don't call it a comeback, yeah, because because he never went away. Yeah, 
Oh, he's he's released a movie every year since you know yeah. nineteen. But 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 for a long time he was like shat on pretty hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But go watch Hustle. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Really good. I'll watch it if you watch Hill House. Mm, I might. You actually a, did a really a, good job selling it. That's a pretty but it's not fair because this one's just about a poor kid from Spain that wants to play basketball. Is that a TV show? <laughs> no, it's, it's a, a movie. It's a movie. And it's really good. And the star of it played for the Jazz, Hernan Gomez. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's, it has a ton of other NBA stars. It's, it's cool. NBA starts tonight. So yeah. the regular season starts well, tonight. Well, they're still doing that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, send us off, Reese. Um, yeah, find some good Halloween movies, uh, some good scary movies that you want to watch. And, uh, I think all and four of these are pretty good choices. I think they are. Let us know on social media, what movie you chose. And if you liked it, if you didn't like it, um, and let us, uh, sorry, let us know if you like this format. Cause we had fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, all four of them were, were good, were recommended, but they're all also different in their own way too. Also, yeah. if you have a recommendation for a bunch of wimps <laughs> like, <laughs> like us, <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, and then uh, I don't even know where you can Patreon, Kofi. I think that's still active, but I don't know. Bro. I don't know. Like, I don't, it don't keep coming out of my account, so. Yeah. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. I, I've had no. to change your credit cards a few times. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're ditching us, huh? I, I don't even like this show. <laughs> but uh, financially. Thanks for listening. Uh, we had a great time. We're going to try to be recording. We're back, baby. Uh, a lot more frequently. Don't so. call it a comeback. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, awesome. Thanks, guys. Oh, and listen to history and music. <laughs> just do a quick plug. Where, yep. where can we find you, Scott? <laughs> On yeah, history every, and music. <laughs> everywhere you can find Colbo. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. On all of the all We'll, of the we'll link it in the show notes. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.